Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex, and if you can hear that, it sounds like rain. Today's date, it's January 2nd. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. 2024 we are in the new year folks so i'm going to try to make this new season this new year somewhat more streamlined every season i try to do something a little different tweak the way i present the material the way i think about the material the way i organize it and then talk about it the way we discuss it granted it's one way You are the one receiving it, and I'm trying to fill 30 minutes for you every single time for free. More like therapize myself and um, have you eavesdrop on how how I would coach myself, coaching others. Really outlining and laying out a map of sorts, a blueprint. Questions to ask myself to be asking the client, hypothetically, to be able to drill down and get the information that's necessary to inform an effective plan of action. The Corporate Cowboys podcast is oriented towards professional development. If you're not familiar with it, we take questions from online and we answer them. They're gonna be career development, professional development, They're going to be uh, about work, about jobs, interviews, applications, resumes, moves to make, skullduggery, backstabbery, outright fuckery. Has it been a minute yet? Yeah, it's been two minutes. This shouldn't get demonetized. (laughs) Regardless, if you haven't found us online, we're there. We're on Instagram. That's at Corporate Cowboys with a Z. We're on Patreon. You can subscribe to any of the tiers available there. That's uh, the Corporate Cowboys podcast. We're on Rumble also. We're on YouTube, the Corporate Cowboys podcast. There's a couple of donation links floating around if you want to send us a couple dollars, one or two, a couple pennies even, two cents, a penny for your thoughts. A million dollars even? I mean, just have it be from a clean source, obviously. Otherwise, you can write to us and send items of questionable value to P.O. Box 3372 Rancho Cordova, California 95741. Today's question, let's just dive right in. Quick disclaimer, legal disclaimer. If you're not our client then every, everything, anything we say should not be construed as legal advice, right? Take everything we say with a grain of salt. It's just a general commentary. It's cathartic for the most part to talk about these things because a lot of folks, we find a lot of folks don't have the type of homies, the friends, the associates, acquaintances around them that they can talk about life at work, to talk about their issues on the job, to talk about continued training and education, to talk about how to move up, how to move through, how to navigate corporate. 
like a corporate cowboy should. Well, that's what you have us for. So, we do not condone any wrongful activity, nor do we promote any wrongdoing, any criminal or illicit activity, okay? Keep that in mind. The question is coming from r slash career guidance. This is a Reddit. They're asking, what is the most valuable skill that changed your career forever? <laughs> Yo, I was just talking. I was just talking. Well, I'm always talking. Talking happens to be one of those most valuable skills. Be outgoing. Don't be afraid to start to initiate contact or interaction with anyone, be it your friends, your family, your opposition, your clients, your, your partners, your associates, your bosses, your supervisors. Don't be afraid to reach out. I feel like the more you get seen, the more you get seen asking questions, the right questions, obviously, because there is such a thing as a dumb question. If, say, the question has been asked before, if that same question, hold on, if that question is being reiterated without any nuance, it's repetitive. It can be reiterated, but there's got to be some nuance. Maybe there is a different feature, a different uh, facet, an additional fact or data point that you have to take into consideration, you can you could use a second opinion on the executive decision to make. With time, with time, and I've seen this, I've seen this throughout my career in practice or in application, with time, as you learn uh, the guidelines, there will be guidelines. It, the, the guidelines are like a range of conduct on how to act within certain circumstances up to a degree, to a certain point. And there, you will not need to ask questions, to repeat or reiterate questions. You can take into account those changes, those nuances that appear in uh, this new circumstance, this new situation. And you could analogize it, you could distinguish it from previous circumstances, previous facts, previous patterns, and deduce the best course of action, right? That's, that's deductive reasoning. That's deductive reasoning. Now, it's important, it's important because I, I just gave you two different uh, skills. The first one is, I wanna say inductive reasoning. You go out in search of, and then there is deductive reasoning where you distill down and um, and move through or proceed forward, right? The first one being you inquiring, going out there, getting that information. And now, once you have it, it's using that information advantageously. 
being outgoing, being sociable, I feel like um, that might be a top answer. And there's no body on this, so I'll rant for a little bit just to get it out of my system. And I'll read a couple of comments because I want to say that if it's not uh, something to do socially, it's gonna, then it's going to be something technical, right? And social, a, a social slash technical skill has a lot to do with sales, has a lot to do with um, calculating, calculating the, the human condition, the human emotional flow of how a, few, how a human works, what a human's needs are, their necessities, breaking them down into their module components in order to be able to satisfy or fulfill some type of need, necessity, or some type of want, some type of desire, right? There's needs and necessities, there's wants and desires. So sales, I believe, is up there with it too, but that's, that's really more social. It's more social to first induct and then deduce. Induct, induce. First induce and then deduce, right? First you add and then you divide. <laughs> you like that. You like that, huh? First you add, then you divide. Because multiplication, multiplication comes with the number of clients, the number of interactions with the different, the number of different interactions you have. That's the multiplication. The addition is going to be the depth of the interactions that you have with those persons that you interact with. Right, first you add and then you divide. You don't subtract, you never subtract. In business, people who subtract are eating into their own profits. They don't know it, they don't know it. Maybe they're short-sighted and they're after that short-term profit. Maybe they think they can squeeze another dollar on the bottom line so that they can report extravagant quarterly earnings. But five years from now, they catch a fucking class action or they get clipped walking to their company car in the parking lot because they, they snuffed somebody else, because they stepped on somebody's toes and now they find themselves you know, getting their, their kneecaps blown apart by automatic gunfire. It happens. It fucking happens. <laughs> They're getting chewed up <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> and they get taken all the way home to the pearly gates. So, <clears throat> the most valuable skill is going to be investigative. It's going, it's going to fall on you to take the initiative. If, if anything, that's the skill you need to hone on is identifying creatively the initiatives you can take and then creatively pursuing them. It doesn't have to be directly, right? They could be indirectly as long as you set into motion some type of plan. And for that, well, you need the information. You need the investigatory part of it. You need to investigate, which is why I myself am a social researcher trained and practiced, experienced at what I do to get information 
to get the data points necessary. So if I have to spin multiple plates, if I have to set into motion multiple uh, transactions, multiple deals, and not even deals, just transactions, so that in the end they all come together, they all dovetail into one, let's call it master work, right? One work of art, I don't want to call it a masterpiece, but it's just a work of art. And every artist is not a master, let's put it that way. Yeah, they might be a master of their own work product, right, because they created it, but it's a work of art regardless. It's a work product. They're producing it via their own work. <laughs> Alex, you cool, bro. You cool, it's 2024. Dog, relax, relax. No, it's season 11. It's season 11. The podcast hasn't taken off. It's not, it's not viral yet, though I can feel it. Season 11, I started off kind of hot, kind of just went through it, didn't even introduce it. We're already like in the fifth fucking episode. What is this, the fourth or the fifth? Who the fuck knows? I just make them, I name them, and I upload them. The most valuable skill, the most valuable skill is to do it moving. Like, yeah, it's good to have milestones, it's good to have a plan, but just like it's good to have smart goals, right? They're gonna be specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and um, time-bound, right? They're going to be achievable, but you don't wanna be measuring your progress at every fucking step, right? Take a couple steps. Take a couple leaps, some bounds, and jump, run, gas yourself out, sprint, thrust, cut, and drag. <laughs> Drop and run. You feel me? What's needed. is for you to be passionate. I guess that is a skill too. Not compassionate, but passionate. Passionate is having that, uh, that fervor. Fervor, well, what is fervor? Fervor is like a drive. It's like an internal conviction. It's, it's a motivation that rises up from your fucking loins. Some folks call it transmutation. Right? It's taking the energy within you, the energy around you, and plying it, making it pliable, bending it to your will. Some folks can do it better than others. I know I'm not the best. I'm no master. Right? Every time I do it, it is a work of art. Now, some might appreciate it, some might not appreciate it. Depends who's on the receiving end. <laughs> and it depends who my audience is. That much is for certain. So, it's not bad. It's not bad that you don't have fans. It's not bad that folks don't appreciate your work. It's bad when you 
Don't appreciate your ability to work. When you don't apply and infuse your work with, with passion, with delight, with enjoyment, with enchantment even. Now some might say that they dislike working, that they hate working. Others will say, well, you should do something that you love that way, when you go to work, you'll feel as if you never work a day in your life because you're doing what you love, right? Personally, I think people who do that, people who uh, conscientiously choose, intentionally choose this disconnect between mind, body, and spirit, and it is a disconnect because if you're not passionate about what you do, about your occupation, about your profession, about your job, even if it's flipping burgers, even if it's flipping burgers, it's, it's noble work. It's honorable work. Not every motherfucker could be a gun-toting, drug-slinging gangster. Not every motherfucker could be a gun-toting, drug-slinging, suited-up mobster not everybody's cut out for corporate right an associate of mine once told me that everyone everyone has a part in life a part to play in everyone has a role and so everyone must play their part and what he meant by that is that everybody must recognize the position that they are in in life. Make the best of it. Be the best at it. Now, I get it. I get it. Some folks might have some imbalances in their life. Maybe they didn't come up in a, uh, a productive household. A household that, that pushed positivity or productivity that happens and that's why you got motherfuckers like us right now you can choose to bring your problems to us or you can stick around for a little bit learn to identify the problems around you and maybe maybe come upon the solution all on your own Ultimate, ultimately, that is our goal. It's to inspire the next generation. Inspire the next generation who we wholeheartedly believe are already aspiring professionals. What they need in life is a little more discipline, a little more organization, a little bit more legal representation, a little more thought, a little more conscious. A little bit more of everything to be a little bit better that's been one of the many overarching themes of the podcast is to be a better business person and to be better always every interaction every time every day we should be moving with 
the sole purpose of attaining that consummate state of professionalism. It's a battle. It's a fucking battle every day, right? I'm, I'm getting up in years and you know, I've got some pains that are coming in. So sometimes I don't even wanna, I don't even wanna roll out of bed. I'll be honest, I'll be honest. I don't wanna roll out of bed, but you lay there with your eyes open long enough and you think, <laughs> never mind, you don't, you don't wanna know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm actually thinking, damn, I've been in bed here five minutes and in five minutes, I could have made some moves. <laughs> Even if the move was just to get up and brush my teeth. Even if the fucking move was to get up and drink a glass of water. That's a move. That's a move. You want to break it down into the, to the most minute actions in a day, right? Not every action is a is a hundred thousand dollar transaction. Nah, it's just being better. Now, tomorrow, I might get out of bed four and a half minutes into waking up. And the day after that, three minutes into waking up. There was a time when I was younger, damn, I feel like shit saying this, but, well, I did get hurt, so there's that. I'm not, you know, I, I am biting the bullet a little bit here, but when I was younger, fam, maybe it's because I was active and I was getting active and I had more reason to get up. <laughs> but as soon as my eyes snapped open, I was out of bed. I was running <laughs> in pain or not. But, you know, you get up in years and you start moving like you're older, man. Age is a bitch. Age is a bitch without, you know, without any numbing agents, without any uh, medication. Yo, you can only do so much. You can only do so much until you got to take a break. Until the inflammation or the pain or, or whatever it is that's, that's weighing you down, literally, that's holding you back, pulling you back. It must be addressed. It has to be addressed. <laughs> Alex, where are you taking these people? <laughs> How much longer? You got eight minutes. I got eight minutes left to read you a couple of comments on what other Redditors believe, right? Because I, I suppose either I'm a Redditor or I'm referring to this, um, to this, hypothetical clients as a Redditor. But what other commenters believe is the best skill, the most valuable skill that would change your career forever, has the potential to forever change your career. The first comment here says, uh, being relatable, even if you have nothing in common and have to fake it, people are more open and empathetic to someone who they think they have something in common with. You can build great relationships and get ahead from people just thinking this person gets it. Now, 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 you saw, you saw what I did, what I said in the very beginning is being sociable, 
digging deep. You want to go for depth and not just quantity, right? You want to set up every interaction as if it were your last. And not, and okay, not in the, in the manner that you're ripping and running and, you know, living that trife life. Because there are some motherfuckers who will listen to this and, and get it twisted just for the sake of being twisted, which, you know, to an extent, I get it. I understand. I used to think that way also. But you become a, you grow, you grow out of it. You grow out of it to become a conscientious villain, like, like a real cynic and not just a piece of trash, right? You, you either grow up out of it or, or you get knocked off. Sooner or later, you get knocked off. You, you, live, you live by the fuck shit, you die by fuck shit. <laughs> but you wanna be relatable. I said be sociable, right? You wanna build great relationships and get ahead and have people thinking that this person gets it. Now, being relatable in this context, it could mean anything. It could be, oh, you like sports? You like um, fantasy drafts or something? I, I don't watch sports, so I don't know too much about that. But I have associates who are knee-deep in it, who are at the top of their uh, fantasy leagues and really stay, stay up to speed, stay abreast of what's happening in professional sports. To them, that is their sport, is just keeping up. Because they're not in the league, because they're not actually playing sports, hey, just keeping tabs on and uh, winning money. Winning money from being a ch the champion in their own league. Right? You could be relatable that way. Me, personally, I, because I enjoy digging deep, uh, when I'm social with uh, anybody, I really try to find again that uh that human condition the nuances in their case that makes them different from others and you know being a trained professional it comes a little easier to me because i can make those lateral connections where others would struggle a bit more especially when it it has to do with um, with life, really, with professional struggles, with career development and and choices to make that will produce positive results in terms of uh, their personal life or their professional life. Maybe I'm blessed with perspective and it's this perspective that I'm seeking to share and that I I sell it, it's it's I just that that's what I sell that's my service my service is perspective it's having you wonder what would a corporate cowboy do and it's having Alex and any other associates that are affiliated Provide perspective. 
and perspective in a manner that they're able to take into account the positives and negatives in producing positives and negatives, right? Now, that, I, that's about as far as I'm going to take that one. That's about as far as I'm going to take that one. I think uh, digging deeper on myself, if I were to dig deeper, well, only because I'm pretty close to the end here, but that requires a little bit more, um, a little more time. And I only have three minutes left. So you want to reach out? By all means, do that. I mean, we could help inform your next steps. And sometimes it might be actions that others perceive as bad, right? We're not saying it, it's going to be illegal. No, not at all. But in terms of ethics, specifically professional ethics, you want to be better every time. Every time you rely on your ethics, you want to be improving yourself for the next time. And to some people who've, who haven't been checked in life, those, uh, those trife life trash motherfuckers we were just talking about, to them, especially if they're in positions of power, I, and I enjoy doing this, I wholeheartedly love knocking people off who are in positions of power that are not righteous, that are undeserving of respect, right? But like I said in the very beginning, or like about one-third of the way in towards the beginning, it doesn't happen directly, at least not always. That is a last resort. Go listen to, what is it, season seven? Season seven or season six? Go listen to The Last Resort. It's The Last Resort always. There is always room for communication. There's always at least one channel open for communication. If there is an impasse, right? It's because somebody's right and somebody's wrong. If there is an impasse, it's motherfuckers who don't want to do business. And in today's day and age, a lot of that has to do with politics. It's not even religion at this point. It's not even religion at this point. It's politics. Because when you boil the world down, this, this thing called the melting pot, it's the whole world. It's not one country, one nation. It's this entire plane that we live on. When you boil this bitch down, it's, it's all a human condition. Right? <laughs> I just got a funny uh, image in my mind of a corporate cowboy moving like a like a <laughs> like an anthropologist through corporate and professionals are like this from corporation to corporation because each corporation has a different culture <laughs> and corporate cowboys are so effective they're so versatile they are social researchers they are consummate professionals that they're able to adapt they're able to induce others to revealing their human condition and then deducing 
how best to transact with them. And if they are unwilling to be induced because of politics, oh, no, I don't deal with you because you're white. Oh, I don't deal with you because you're black. Oh, I don't deal with you because you're X religion. Oh, I don't deal with you because you have this ideology. I don't deal with you because ad infinitum, right? Those are the ones who are the loose strings. And not just loose strings, they're knotted up. They need to be cut out and restrung. <laughs> but hey, we can, we can only do the cutting. The restringing comes, you know, from, from additional hide. Additional, I'm getting, I'm getting rule. <laughs> All right, I'm getting real native, so I'm, I'm, what is it? I'm off the reservation. Let me cut this right here. I'll catch up with you next time. I'm going to wish you a great week. If I don't uh, check back in with you sometime later, just know you can find us online, and uh, we'll be around. Happy 2024.